Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 253 of the What Up Though podcast. Yes, sir. Ready to the, close out this podcast year. The last of 2020, only to go into 2020.1. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hoping for a whole whole better 2021, but, uh, uh, you know, shit doesn't ne- necessarily just stop being fuck shit because the day changes. But, man, I fucking hope so. Me too. Like it's one of the things where like your brain thinks like man it's a dumbass thing for me to hope for but your heart is just like please give me a break please bro I feel like I feel like Will you know, he's waiting waiting all them times for his dad to come and he didn't come and shit you know it's like <laughs> why you don't love me no more <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been oh a, man it's been a it's been a it's been a hell of a, a hell of a year um, and not in a good way and um, yeah I'm just really really hoping for for better shit so ooh, fuck but um you know i i it's funny because i try when i you know we've asked a bunch of people and thanks for the people reaching out um we got a few responses and stuff about good and bad of 2020 and um i had a hard time thinking of just good shit other than i managed to make it throughout the year without getting COVID. Um, yeah, and that's nothing to you know sneeze at. That was definitely a great accomplishment because uh, it got close. Nothing, you to, know. nothing to cough at. <laughs> nothing to cough. You're right. Fun, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, it was. You know, I got. I had. I took two tests this year. You know, luckily both was negative, and then had a coworker that got COVID. Luckily. He was off a few days and then he was off a few days before he had gotten to the, the contact of the person he had, I, I guess, got it from. So it was no um, no threat to the office or whatever. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> but, you know, still close calls. Um, I had an aunt that got it. Actually, I had, well, I had an aunt that, that got COVID, which made me have to take my second test. Um, I had another aunt that got COVID early in April, but you know, luckily she was she recovered. I had a cousin that passed from COVID complications, Damn. and then just yeah, that was in May. And then you know, just knowing the the numerous amount of of, of people who's uh, who knows people who knows people who who had folks pass from COVID, so um, yeah. It's exhausting, you know. Uh, Benny Napoleon, who's been, you know, a huge name in Detroit, you know, policing and stuff, passed recently mm-hmm. here. You know, just thinking of uh, Detroit did some well, at, cool in a sense, but it was really sad. Still, uh, when they did the the basically they did the the pictures of everybody in in Detroit that passed from COVID at Belle Isle. 
So they had oh, all of yeah, those yeah. stakes of, you know, and I was just like, wow. Like, it lined the whole fucking park, dude. Yeah, I, I saw it actually by accident. Um, I was just, uh, I think I was just driving around with the kids or something like that. And I just went on the aisle just to, you know, just to drive. And, uh, yeah, I, I ended up seeing it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because, like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, from the moment you hit, even before you hit the strip, it's like everywhere in there. And I, I, I didn't know what it was at the time. I had to Google it. And that's how I found out what it was. And I saw I, there was one moment where I wish I could have taken a picture, but there was someone like knelt down crying in front of one of them. And I was like, this is the most poignant picture slash moment I've ever seen. But I'm like, I'm not prepared or willing to like slam on the brakes and get my phone or whatever and, or and possibly disturb this person's moment. So right, um, right, yeah. I just let it go. But man, I. I, that it was one of those it was one of those scenes where like it, it, it it's something that like defines kind of like what we've been through with COVID like to see somebody knelt down like that in yeah. front of a picture on the aisle like just sitting in the grass like yeah it was it was something else um, on a lighter note just thinking about our photo opportunities miss uh, me and my wife was going to grab something to eat last night and I see the guy at the, at the bus stop with a big ass blanket on i'm like what the fuck is he doing where is his coat at this motherfucker just standing there with a huge ass blanket on like he's waiting on the bus and it was one of those moments where i wanted to take a picture but i was just like yeah i'm driving but i'm just like what the fuck is going on like i don't know why that just seemed like i'd never seen no one stand at the bus stop with a blanket on <laughs> but was a nigga homeless i i don't know i was just you know one of those i was at the light then i then the light changed and i pulled it off I'm like, oh. what the fuck? But he was at the he was right standing right at the bus stop. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh so uh we didn't we didn't record last week, but the, but since then we were asking folks to uh tweet us their pros, cons of 2020 and um a few of you guys uh commented so much appreciated and we're going to read those off so uh excited to hear these because i haven't read them oh okay um so i like to remain unspoiled (laughs) well you get you'll get a kick out of this first one uh so chaffee says a highlight for me was michael aaron doing the first solo episode the passion and commentary was on point also i did see that yeah also the gift that keeps giving is when Otis tweets without reference. Hey, I've been doing a lot better lately. I just I post a tweet afterwards, so he better catch that shit too, fucker. Um, one of my one of my favorite moments is when Monotone tried to call you out. You were like, no, 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 motherfucker, <laughs> check the receipts, nigga. I posted that shit, fucker. Shout out, shout out to Mister Monotone. Oh, um, yeah. The next one was same from Trophy. Forgot to mention, I died when Otis' wife called. When Otis' wife passively called a whole group of people broke asses and white influence <laughs> over spaghetti seasoning. <laughs> hey, she was not wrong though. Uh, yeah, she 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 was right. She was right. She asked me randomly like, uh, "Did you get any backlash?" And I'm like, "Listen, baby, we don't got enough listeners for that." Uh, so. All right. <laughs> so there's there's no go there's no viral takeover of trying to. Trying to take out Oda's <laughs> wife, like we don't have that many listeners. So, 
Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if you think we how famous you think we are, but we ain't. <laughs> I know you say, "Hey, you do this shit every week for the past six years, seven years." Y'all motherfuckers ain't famous. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, so, the next random comment was from Delvin asking what happened that was good, and to his point, I get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Mike Fowler uh, said his his prose was. Trump is out, uh, Mike solo episodes, um, Otis gradually learning to tag shit he tweets about, <laughs> parentheses, still needs work, um, <laughs> fuck white people, uh, good TV what? shows, right, I know, that was that, that was kind of left field, I was like, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I feel it, but all right. <laughs> right, I get it, you know, uh, good TV shows, Watchmen, Lovecraft, Mando. Uh, which I am caught up with Mando. That was a uh, pretty good. Okay. And the cons, c- Corona, obviously, and the cops, which is a constant con. So yeah. This is all. This was all Fowler. This is all Fowler. Um, okay. He has another tweet too. Um, and the optometric, op- optometrics con. I guess that's optometrics con. Uh, I hope we time for eye doctors or some shit. Right. I was just making sure I read the word right. Like, okay. I hope we are going back to a I hope we aren't we are not going back to a silent political atmosphere about social things, uh like BLM, police reform, bigots and so forth. I hope we get a cooler head president, but these movements don't stop to real changes. So I get that. Right. Uh, so Shell, uh, I don't know his his Twitter. Shell is not safe for work, but PBS, Sheldon. Oh, um, okay. Oh, okay. His, his, yeah, his, oh, his, could, his Twitter name. His, so, oh, so you don't want to say his Twitter name? No, his Twitter name is. I just read it. It's, it's Shell is not safe for work. Oh, that's I thought his you Twitter were saying name. that. He, I was like, who is oh, Sheldon? No, no, not no. safe for work. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, that's his Twitter name. Uh, oh, okay, PBS. Gotcha. So, yeah, PBS. He needs to change his Twitter. I'm like, I'm, I want him to change his Twitter name to a nickname we gave him and shit. Like, like, come on, uh, this, yeah. is too, this, is too, this is too hard to read. Why would you um, not do that? Like, right, exactly. <laughs> you should, you know. He's like a foregone conclusion. Right. <laughs> I, had somebody else, I had somebody else do that. Like, um, his name is Jamal. It's a dude I went to high school with. And he tweeted something... Um, uh, some, some wild shit, and I called him uh Darth Maul, and he he changed his name to that shit. I'm like, oh. see, that's how, that's, that's how you do it. As soon as I say a name, just change it. Just help me, help me, help you. Yeah, when I give a fire nickname, utilize it. Nobody's ever given me a fire nickname. The only uh, nickname I've ever got was Liver because I drink too goddamn much. And I'm not using that. No, that's not. That sounds yeah. It's not no, creative at all. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's the least creative of the nicknames I've ever heard of. Um, right. So uh, PBS is uh, the good. No more small talk at the office because there's no more office being a remote worker. Uh, <laughs> the bad. That. Always the always. Need to be available filling. Wait, I'm not reading this right. <laughs> Maybe he ain't writing it right. Eating too many goddamn vegetables. That's always. The uh, need to be available <laughs> feeling that you get from being remote. Okay. The uh, okay. Um, and the moment you step away from your desk, everyone pings you and shit. Um, I don't work from I'll home. Always be. Right. I don't work from home, so I don't I don't have that those issues. But um, 
Yeah, I can imagine that. You know, you sitting there all day don't not doing shit. And as soon as you want to go make a sandwich or some shit, motherfuckers hitting you up. Where you at? Like now I've been gone right. for two I've, minutes. Right. I, and I've been here for six hours. <laughs> right. So uh Miss Sophia, Sophia hits us up. She says the good Mike Solo podcast. Everybody's liking your solo podcast. Yeah, okay. Three. Wow, okay. Yeah, Mike like Solo it. podcast. Uh, <laughs> Otis added a separate piece of how where to listen to you guys. It gives a different vibe. Oh, okay, good shit. So <laughs> what what we did was we added, and we as not mean you added. Um, we added that last portion. So if you if you guys listen to ever listen to the all the end the all the way end of the podcast, we decided to just do a recorded piece of where to find the podcasts and podcast and where to hit us up and stuff like that instead of just kept saying that shit at the end of each yeah, podcast I mean, yeah and, and, and no need to be humble that was your idea but i mean it's a wee podcast you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I give credit where it's due yeah appreciate it uh the commentary on topics which is every year why which every year is why i keep listening um and introducing us to the garbage opinions podcast which is oh you delvin adam nutter yep and, and dj, DJ Tim hines yep. um and, oh, my, and mike fowler on a case i think mike fowler is um is has been on it probably the whole i think maybe he wasn't on maybe like the first one or two or something like that but mike fowler's been uh been doing it too Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I heard him on one of them. Um, but yeah. Oh, she also says, oh, in effect, that neither of you guys caught the Rona this year. Definitely a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking lutely. Um, neither, I've, neither of us got the Rona, nor anybody in our immediate household. So that's a definite plus. Um, yeah, I, although I, w- I would have been the type to not say anything if I did get it, though, because I probably would have been embarrassed. Cause like I, cause I, um, how much I rant about everybody being irresponsible, and then sometimes I'll look and I'll see like so and so, whatever got coronavirus. Like, um, I saw yesterday that uh, Dr. Drew had that shit. Do you remember Dr. Drew? Yep. He sat at like the sex advice show with Adam Carolla on MTV back in like the '90s or some shit. Yeah. And um, he got coronavirus, and I'm just like, look at this irresponsible ass quote unquote doctor. But then I was like, you know what, man? Like, I'm going to chill out because I don't know Dr. Drew's life. And it could have been a complete random one-off. And, like, nobody's really perfect. Like, you know, I, I, it, there's a possibility that, like, I could have – I think any of us could have gotten it at some point. Like, I don't think we've all been perfectly flawless and chained up inside our homes by ourselves since March. So I'm like, I'm going to stop dragging, ragging on people like that unless I know that they're, like, irresponsible with it. But – um. Yeah, I, I because of that, because I've ranted on people so hard, if I got it, I probably wouldn't even say nothing unless I got real, real, real sick. And I, I'm like, oh, maybe I need to say some goodbyes. <laughs> but, uh, but you, but you uh, know what? I think for, for Dr. Drew, though, for me, I, I guess I have a different a different stance on him because he he downplayed it. Oh, see, I don't I don't I didn't know it. I didn't know anything. I didn't know his thoughts or nothing. I hadn't heard from him. At so all. he he did a he did a tweet, and I can't. I wish I would have. Uh, I didn't know we were actually going to talk about him, but me neither. <laughs> he he did a tweet, and it was essentially well, he was quoted saying, you know, uh, I was a part. I'm paraphrasing. I was a part of of a community that downplayed it, and I was wrong. And I mean, he you know he he fessed up. Damn, but. For someone who's of, of a community 
so to speak, that downplayed and stuff. I feel like people like that probably aren't taking it as serious. You know, if and he you walk around and call himself Dr. Goddamn Drew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know for certain, you know, how he recorded it, but I would I, I lean towards if he was a part of people that sector of people that didn't take it seriously, I felt like he probably wasn't out doing the due diligence of, you know, not spreading about, you know, wearing masks and so forth. So I don't know, yeah, you know, uh, you know, hopefully he recovers, but you know, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, you know, and I, and I agree too. Like I haven't, I've definitely haven't been at home since March. Um, I go to work every, you know, every day and, I think we find some, I think I found myself sometimes more comfortable than I should be in certain situations, but I'm not like at the bars every fucking day. I'm not, you know, just out, you know, around random strangers and stuff. I think you get a little comfortable when you're around people who you feel are doing the same due diligence. And that's yeah. what I've, you know, I've, I've done, but, you know, I mean, wearing masks isn't a hundred percent, you know, and there's always a chance no matter what. So, you know, I just, I just count my, count my blessings that I'm lucky enough to not have got it. So, um, I think that was it from Twitter. Uh, we did have a few comments on the Instagram page, which we probably should probably use a lot more. Um, Dr. Ten, uh, Dr. We got an Instagram? Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Dr. Tim Hines. DJ Tim Hines says, <laughs> "Dr. The, Tim Hines." Right. The good, the the least professional motherfucker <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he does a good Twitch. So, uh, right. the good, the podcast, live streaming services for music and gaming. I think he's just talking in general, not necessarily about us. Good podcast, yeah. live streaming services. So he's on Twitch. He's pretty dope. Um, Trump losing and creating stronger friend bonds while easing some of the Fugazi friendships. The bad people dying from the China virus, <laughs> people <laughs> losing jobs. And See just, what I just said, he ain't and, no goddamn doctor. Right, and just people in general. <laughs> uh, oh, and he said one of the goods is also his Dodgers winning the Royal Series, so kudos to you, That's sir. Fair. Uh, Aisha was It's just not sick. fair that he's a New Yorker that likes the Dodgers, but... Well, crazy. yeah, and, and he <laughs> likes that... They want. And he likes that horrible-ass pizza, so, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> All right. Aisha said like this is her Instagram name. Um, and her Twitter. And her Twitter. Uh, so, she didn't separate this good and bad. I'm just going to read it all and if we just figure it out. Uh, I guess, <laughs> that, that has potential for humor. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. so I'm like just reading it all and hopefully... Is that a good I, or a bad? Unless I, I, I figure it out. Uh, a Panama trip in January, concert in February, working from home in March through the present and at least to 2021, uh, attending uh, the March on Washington in August, turning 40 in November, staying healthy through it all, mostly sane. So this is, I guess, the pluses, all of the pluses that okay. she had. So, and uh, yeah, that was about it. I think I, I think a lot of our cons, you know, run around the same, you know, uh, obviously the coronavirus really fucked up everything. Um, I had a few trips I was supposed to go on. I was supposed to go to Hawaii. Uh, I was supposed to go to Colorado this year. Uh, I was supposed to go to Austin this year. Um, damn, I just heard gunshots already. And it's not even 8 o'clock. Jesus Christ. Um, 
What else? I'm not going to have to deal with that this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think you're far away from the bullshit. Um, I hope so. And, um, yeah, that, the, big, the biggest thing for me was trips. Uh, I didn't get a chance to work from home. I was off for almost two months, but then I went back to work in May, so I've been back at work since, so that kind of sucks. And my job is just so archaic and so stupidly old-fashioned that they – want us to come to work when we really don't have to so yeah but you had a hell of a trip uh a hell of a trip this this year playing right yep um the wife and i were gonna go to dubai for our uh five-year anniversary um and instead we went to go eat (laughs) (laughs) where'd you guys go eat though um Fuck. Well, I don't remember the name of the place. Uh, but the place that's at the top of the Rinsan. Mm. I can't recall the name of it right now. I went for drinks Highland? there. Highland? Yeah, the Highland. Yeah, I went for drinks yep. there. It was pretty cool. They had really good fucking drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, Definitely a good place, but it was, it's, it was still definitely significantly less than I planned on doing it on, on that day. Uh, did, Do you remember when that restaurant used to revolve? Yep. Yeah, I I remember going there when they revolved. It was pretty dope. Uh, I don't understand how it doesn't anymore. (laughs) Well, I don't understand how it did. Well, that too. But I mean, like, if you had that ability, why would you stop? (laughs) Yeah, I just wonder if costs were like a factor with that. Uh, (laughs) It might be. But how about we just get rid of these motors that move? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, let's let's save some power, and we can we'll be good. (laughs) And it probably had mad people getting like drunk and then getting motion sickness and throw it up and shit. Although it didn't move fast or anything like that, but still, it could happen. I just gotta like, I just my my fear of heights bugged me. So even being up there, just looking out the window was just kind of weird for me. Like I just avoided it all. <laughs> like yeah. I just like, nah, I'm just gonna sit at the bar. I'm good. So yeah, that's definitely uh a down. Uh, uh, a lesser trip going there than going to Dubai, but hopefully you guys get the hopefully in the future. Are you guys planning to try to do that trip still in the future? Um, yeah, probably. I can see it happening. Um, but we haven't really talked about it yet. Because I mean, hey, <laughs> who knows when this Corona shit gonna be over? Yeah, I. We would like to, like, you know, we were we were planning on going to Hawaii for uh, the wife's birthday, and it's not it's likely that it won't happen in twenty twenty one. Um, and so I don't know. I think we're just at this point we're starting to just think of road trips and stuff we can do somewhere within six hours we could just drive to. Um, and so we've we've mapped out a cool a couple of cool places that we're thinking about. Um, other than that, just you know, hoping for a. Uh, the vaccine to start helping less people um, actually uh, contracting the virus and shit like that. So are you, Yeah. did we talk about if you were pro vaccine or no? We didn't, but I am. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm pro vaccine overall and just an overall sense, but like, even when it comes to the coronavirus vaccine, um, I now would I want to be the actual first person to get it? No, 
uh, just because it's like, yeah, it did come along fast. Yes, coronavirus came out of nowhere. We got the vaccine together pretty quick. Uh, but at the end of the day, I trust our science in this day and age. And I don't understand a lot of the um, a lot of the backlash from getting it because it, assuming you're not an anti-vaxxer because they, those people are going to be opposed to it regardless. But if you're somebody who generally gets vaccines but are opposed to this one, I don't that I don't understand because like it's like the the one thing that I just said is the idea of like being the first person to get it, but like most of us aren't going to be in that group. Like you know the the uh, nurses and shit and doctors and shit they're they're getting it first. Then you can have like old people getting it. Uh, you're gonna have um, essential workers get it. Like I'm not even near the top of this list. So like by the time I by the time I eventually get it, a whole bunch of people will have had it already. So like, I don't give a shit. So yeah, I'll yeah. Be whenever I, I mean, whenever I'm, I can. I'm, I'm, I'm and like you say in general, definitely pro vaccines. Um, I am. I guess I'm, I'm. I guess I have just as much skepticism as anybody else. You know, with the timing of it, uh, of them doing it and stuff like that. I would like to believe that you know, just as much as we 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 believe in technology advancing to anything else, that that same logic can be applied to this vaccine. Um, I would like to think that technology is moving faster than it did 10 years ago, 15 years ago, making vaccines. Uh, And so if, if I go with that thought process, this is kind of in line, but, you know, of course, you know, we all have our, you know, our, our reservations of things. So I've been I'm some Facebook friends with a young lady who uh, is a uh, ICU nurse at a DMC Harper Uni- uh, University Hospital here and she was she took the vaccine she was actually the first uh, the first staff member to take it here oh, okay and um, so she I, uh, she posted a, a screenshot of a uh, um, an article could they posted about her, uh, and I guess I since it don't make a difference since she posted the news, I can say her name. Uh, Veronica White, an ICU nurse at DMC for the past five years, was the first among her peers to receive the vaccine. She said she wanted to set a good example. I, I feel like a selfish person. I have two kids at home, older parents, and I just want to protect my family and, and patients and so forth. So she's been posting periodic updates and stuff about uh, her, you know her progress and so forth. Like she hasn't had any ill reactions or stuff like that. So, um, so I've been kind of following her stuff really close just to see how she's doing with it. And so, but no, it's, it's just one thing to like hear people take it, but actually know somebody who was actually, <laughs> who actually, who actually has it, you know, who actually took the vaccine. So, huh. okay. So yeah, I'll probably be updating myself on, her progress you know as as it goes or whatever but yeah this i mean it's uh, we're up at like what 300 plus thousand people done died this year and it's just ridiculous dude and i just don't oh go ahead i'll just say i I, and the the non the anti-mask people are just just bugged the shit out of me you know we after so many people dying i just don't see how people can rationalize and make and like people have made this shit political. Like, how do you politicize putting a piece of cloth on your face? Like, this shit doesn't make sense. To me. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it. Well, you know, like I always say, I'm not even gonna say it. Just like I always say. 
I mean, you yeah, can say it know, for one, one more last time for 2020. It's okay. Well, white people can't conceive of a world where they can't do whatever the fuck they want. So <laughs> having to put on a mask by the order of the government, like, no, wait, what? How can I not do whatever the fuck I want to do? You mean to tell me I have to listen to somebody else? What? So, yeah. I, I, I said this before many times on the podcast when we in, in reference to the coronavirus and, you know, and it was essentially the, I forget the tweet verbatim, but the girl said the biggest mistake we did was to tell people that the masks protect others. Like, as soon as they knew mm. that, they just said, fuck it. Like, why, yep, why, yeah. why, why would I want to protect somebody else? But I just, <laughs> I really, I'm really curious as how, if that was worded, the mask I wore to protect yourself, how how that would have fared with a lot of people. Oh, everybody be wearing masks then. Yeah, I, I, I think it'd be a hell of a difference. I think it'd be a hell of a difference. Um, so, yeah. Man, I know that dip, that that special edition Diplomatico rum you got is probably awesome, and I plan on trying it one day. But this Ron's the Copper 23 is fucking amazing, dude. It really is. Um, so that that's this bottle was about 46, 47 bucks. So it's you know still under the fifty dollar range of bottles, and man, this is really really like this is like a for those who are not familiar, you know, with just uh, with rums in general or just this one. It's a sipping rum where I could just sip it without coke, without ice, without nothing, just straight out the fucking bottle. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's that's great. And I tried a new beer today. Yeah. I'm just waiting before the 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 see when the gunshots is going to get really crazy. So um what are, what are your uh like answer answer your own question. What are your uh highs and lows of the year? Um I I, I think I kind of sprinkled them in, but uh the I think the the one high one of the highs was, you know, being able to to not to be uh covid free, uh close family, um uh, you know, immediate family uh not um catching covid my 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 nephew my my brother's son who lives with his grandmother his grandmother got covid and his two siblings who he lived with got covid and somehow which he's he's the youngest out of his siblings so he's i think he's six or seven and his brother and sister's like eight and ten or nine and eleven something like that and they both got covid and so it was three people in the house out of five that had COVID. And yeah. luckily they all had really mild symptoms. Like the kids didn't have any symptoms. His grandmother had like slight symptoms, but she thought it was it was uh, sinus related. Mm. So I guess if you can relate something to sinuses, you know, it doesn't feel like a, a deathly disease or something, you know what I mean? So yeah. she was, uh, so, but they were fine. They, uh, we, I didn't see him for like a month. So that kind of sucked because even afterwards it was just timing and so forth. And I didn't get a chance, but I talked to him a few times, but what was kind of, kind of interesting. It was like, you know, the coronavirus has such a, you know, obviously a ugly name for itself. And when kids, you know, I don't know how kids interpret it, but you know, obviously people are, probably communicating to their kids that it's a bad thing and so 
his brothers and sisters uh, with his sister and and more specific was like i don't because she, she like she never had any symptoms so she was pretty much well the whole time and she's like i don't have the coronavirus because that is an ugly thing and i don't have any symptoms and i feel great oh, <laughs> i mean but she's like nine you know what i'm saying so you know like how do you how do you convince a kid they have something but they don't have any of the symptoms of it like you get chicken pox you got you got visible you know resemblance of chicken pox you have a cold you have you know you got a cough you got a sneeze and all this stuff but if you feel totally fine how do you convince a kid that they don't that they they have something that they don't have none of the symptoms for excuse me yeah that's true yeah so just like that's wild how that shit is like really bad for it's wild that shit is like really bad for some people and then like completely nothing for others so it's like not only is it like a crapshoot whether or not you get it it's a crapshoot whether or not you even see symptoms and the sever- and the severity of the symptoms, yeah, like you can have yeah. two two motherfuckers who did the exact same shit. One of them get it, one of them don't. Or you can have two motherfuckers who do the exact same shit. They both get it, and one don't have symptoms, and the other is up in a hospital ICU. Like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, and then you know, you've had people. I mean, we've had tons of people obviously that have died of it, and it's like once people get on a ventilator, that's typically the sign of they're not going to make it. And right. so you know from from hearing so many stories about that and you know it's just it's just a fucked up time dude and i'm just you know just grateful my mom had a scare because of her job my mom works at a daycare center and one of the workers there uh came down with COVID, and so they had to shut the whole daycare center down and my mom had to get tested and i'm just like fuck dude you know she's up to the, the susceptible older age of you know so i'm just like man look 2020 cannot take my mom out dog like like i will fight a year you know what i'm saying i don't know how you do it <laughs> but you know what i'm saying i just this just cannot happen you know what i mean and luckily she tested negative and we've been fine and stuff but i'm just like fuck dude so yeah so you know uh so the negatives obviously COVID, um and that's the biggest negative man you know i i i I haven't skipped a beat at work. Work has been, you know, stressful as fuck, but, you know, I still have a fucking job. Um, we did some, we, we made some, we did a bunch of different renovations at the house this year, renovated the bathroom, had a roof, a roof put on, uh, you know, being able to financially handle all that stuff is, you know, a blessing. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, you know, I mean, COVID aside, I don't have too many, too many complaints i mean i think COVID is huge and so i don't want to make it seem like it's lesser than it is but throughout all this been able to you know stay sane i, I thought at some point i could probably have to see a therapist for this shit um damn but because it was just you know being being able to like the first for the first three months or the first two months i didn't see my mom right so it was like the one time i went to see my mom i was talking to her through the door and it's just like, wow, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, early on, it was just so scary. And it's still, the, it, their, their COVID hasn't lessened of its effect. You know what I mean? So it's still impactful. Um, and I see my mom more than I, you know, more now than I did a few months ago, you know. But during that time, we would just talk through the door and stuff for the first few months until I think like Mother's Day, I finally seen her in person. And, you know, we would just, you know, I felt like I was, I would be the person who would give COVID to my family 
because I'm the person going to work. And, I'm the person going to work and shit. Right. You know, so just like, Man. fuck. I, you know, when, and my wife is, you know, was really cautious about that because she's working from home the whole time. So she's not going anywhere. And so it's, it's going to either be me bringing COVID home or, my stepson because he works like he like I was off for a month and a half. He's he's been working ever since. So what he do. Uh, you work at Pizza Hut. Oh okay. Um. So it's like I know in my job we have to take a temperature check and we have to wear masks and stuff like that. I don't know how places are how strict they are or not with stuff. And the first time we had to do a COVID test was because of him, and it wasn't even work related. He was in a car with somebody and shit, and the person that, oh right, yeah, the person that later that later got COVID. But luckily, I guess they got COVID after you know they had been in a car together. So that was the first yeah. time, and that was <laughs> that was the the first one I took is that's when I got there and I'm sitting in the car because they was doing the test in the car, and I get there and I'm just like you know ready to have my nose raped and. Uh, <laughs> She's like, no, 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 your open brain, your mouth. Brain fuck. Right. And she's like, open your mouth. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I didn't know it was a throat test at that time. <laughs> she was like, you going to eat this pussy? And right. then I'm going to give you the nose block. <laughs> <laughs> While my wife is sitting in the passenger seat, like, okay. Right. <laughs> well, I, just, well, I really want to make sure you don't have COVID. COVID, mm. so do what you got to do. <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, she's part, part of the test. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like some bang bros. If they haven't done that shit, they are losing, dog. Hell yeah. They are straight losing, my nigga. Like, you just walk in, you, you sit in the car to take a, a COVID test next to the nurse comes out with nothing on but a face mask. And you're like, wait, where's your clothes at, well? Can <laughs> <laughs> you try to get this test or not? Mm. Man. <laughs> asking all these irrelevant questions <laughs> right so i'm sitting there i'm like i took my mask off and i'm i lift my my face back you know to take the, you know to take it in the nose and she's like no be your mouth i'm like <laughs> said i lift my face back <laughs> yeah i'm just you know i'm like because I'm, I'm taller so i'm like i gotta like tilt back so she could you know stick the swab in my nose so i tilt my neck head back and say no, no no open your mouth i'm like wait what but uh have you have you ever had a a, a swab t- t- touch the back of your throat for like tonsillitis or some shit like that? Because I think that's the only time I guess you or any other illness like that. Have you ever had that? Um, I don't think so. And I've had tonsillitis and I've had my tonsils removed, but I'm not sure I've ever had a swab because I know if I did, I'd probably threw up on somebody. <laughs> so that's exactly what I'm going to. So I did not throw up on her, but I was damn close because. Mm. When she hit the back of my throat, bro, every I just it was like, ugh. <laughs> hey, and she would have stayed there a millisecond longer. She would have caught my breakfast, dog. I fully was about. I started like, ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> I was. It was about to let loose. And she's like, well, you don't have COVID, and I guess you had a really good omelet this morning. Right, right, exactly. So yeah, I see you had spinach in your omelet today. <laughs> like, like throw up in her face. She's like, oh, do you have Nikki D? <laughs> like, what? I, oh man, just think of the scene in a uh, forty-year version where, where the chick threw up on him. She's and he's uh, like, and he's like shellfish. Like, 
Yeah, so we were both like we, <laughs> we were both surprised that we it was the throat test and not the nose test. But the second test I did was the nose test, which wasn't as bad as I've heard. But I felt like they didn't go back as deep as what um, I've heard people talk about. So um, <laughs> that's because they went so deep they erased that memory from your mind. Yeah, yeah. You just don't. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, like as far like, as you go, where he's gonna remember this. Like I just don't think you can. You should be able to stick objects that far up your nose. Dog. That just that just seems like unreal to have. To, to be able to, that's where you testing shit from. Was uh, it like a really, 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 really long Q-tip? Yeah, that bitch had to be about five, six inches long. Okay, yeah, I was wondering what they use. That, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I, I've assumed you haven't been uh, fortunate or unfortunate enough to have to take a test yet. So kudos nope. to you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of want to. Uh, side note: I kind of want to watch the forty-year-old version tonight. Now that you mention it. Bro, like that'd be a good end of the year movie to watch. Yeah, like, I, I don't see, know what it's on. Yeah, I was about to say I don't know what what is it what is it streaming on. I feel like I I have every fucking streaming network now. Um, hey, I just looked and it's not streaming for free on nothing. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, at least nothing fuck. I'm nothing I'm seeing. YouTube four dollars, Google Play four dollars, iTunes four dollars, Amazon Prime four dollars. Like okay, so it's not on HBO Max or Netflix or nothing. Oh, that's trash. That has to be on something. I guess not. Fuckers. Yeah, but that that would definitely be a good one to watch. Um, but yeah, so that was that was my COVID, my two COVID test experience, uh, and I, I am, I'm really looking looking forward to see how things work out with with the vaccinations. Although I don't, I feel like I I don't feel like we won't see like regular civilian people like me or you vaccinations for quite some time. Um, yeah, I think I heard like like folks, well, you might get it first since you go to the office, but I don't know how deeply they look into it. But yeah, I heard that like most people, like people who aren't, you know, in in, in danger or in, or in, you know, critical situations might not see it until summer. So. And you actually, it's funny, you make a good point that, you know, a possibility of me being a candidate or just people who go to work being a candidate. I never even, I never even considered that. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel like, I feel like I'm in the second to last group. I mean, I'm, I'm probably in the last group of people that will get it. You're probably in the second to last group of people that will get it. But um, I feel like either way, we probably won't see it until I'm guessing probably like March at the earliest, but probably more likely the summer. And that's a little more optimistic than me because I feel like I feel like that wouldn't happen to like summer or fall or some shit. Um, just I'm I'm just thinking about how many people they would really have to like vaccinate and stuff. But um, we no one knows any any numbers and shit. So uh, we just kind of kind of wait and see. But I mean, shit, dog. That's I, I I don't see. I don't. I was I was chatting with a couple of people and I'm like I don't see. Like what we consider normalcy, I don't even know what that means anymore. Uh, but uh-huh. I, I I feel like if that's if we see any sort of sort of pre-COVID normalcy, that would probably and we would be lucky if that shit happens to fall. Yeah, that sounds that I feel like that's about right. I feel like if we get to something that I feel like actual actual normalcy, we might not. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say we're never going to see it, but I feel like actual normalcy, like things like the way things were before COVID might not ever happen. But I feel like something that resembles that. Yeah, probably not to the end of, end of the year. 
if we're lucky. Yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I'm so used to now, like, not going out, you know, just going to a select few friends' house, uh, ordering to go. I will say one thing. I mean, w- one thing I think that's improved in this whole thing is just takeout. Oh, I wonder if you're about to say what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's that's, that's that's kind of where I was going. I was the, the process of takeout has been exponentially better than it has been pre-COVID. Um, Man, I, I I've had so I've had so many great experiences with takeout because at the point I'm like, why do I want to go to a restaurant to eat? And it's not like I'm saving much money because I still tip because I know there are people who were, you know, uh, workers who were based on tips and stuff. So I still tip because these people are working at places and stuff like that. So I'm not really saving much. But the fact that I can just eat at home is fucking amazing, dog. Man, like that and the retail stores doing curbside pickup. Dog. The best part of this shit, dog. Like, I love, love, love the curbside pickup shit. And I don't mean for food. I mean, like, for Target or, like, uh, Best Buy or something like that. Dog, like, that's I, would, the kind dog, of shit. I went Ooh. and got a, uh, I got my mom a, a TV from Best Buy, and I was able to pick curbside. And it wasn't a huge TV. It was, it was a 43-inch, so they were able to put it in my okay. trunk. But it was this little, like, this frail, maybe 100-pound girl wheeling out a TV on a dolly and shit. And I'm like, you need some help? She's like, nah, you good. And she just picked that fucking TV up, threw it in my trunk. I had to get out. I had to share my ID, and I was gone. Didn't have to go in the store. None of that shit. Like, that shit's fucking amazing. I hope that never goes away. Yeah. Like, I hope yeah. they keep that shit. Because especially because, like, it's not that bad as far as, like, wait times. Like, the only time wait times got bad is right before Christmas. So, like, even during the pandemic, people were still insisting upon going in the stores. And I'm like, okay, so you mean to tell me I can order this shit on my phone, pull up once you tell me it's ready, you bring it out within five minutes, and I'm gone? Why would you want to go to a store? Why the fuck would I go in? <laughs> there's, the no go, in? there's no reason to go. There's no reason to go to a store. There's not. And this is gonna get even better once once the shit like once the restrictions loosen up, people are just gonna start going back in again. And if they keep the curbside shit, man. It's gonna be like like five minutes, like the whole pandemic. It was like five minutes. I get my shit up until, up until Christmas, like when I got. Uh, I think I went to Best Buy. I think there was one time, one time where I had to wait for kind of a long time, and that was it. Just one. The whole rest of the time it's like five minutes, and I'm out. Like man, man, that shit is so gravy. I I absolutely love it. Like I am pro curbside now. Hell yeah! Like I went to, even like I went to uh what's the what's the Apple Orchard on Telegraph? Are you uh not Telegraph? It's not on Telegraph. It's like uh is it Blake's Apple Orchard? It's off Telegraph in fourteen uh fourteen or fifteen or some shit. Whatever the case, they do online. I think Blake's now. is the one that's by me. All right, so it's not Blake's. It's uh so it must not be Blake's. It's not Blake's. Uh, whatever the one is uh off like Telegraph fourteen ish. Anyway, yeah. Uh, they do online ordering now. So you can just order online and then when you get there, you go to a certain window that just has online orders, pick it up. So they don't have <laughs> curbside, which is fine with me, but you go to that fucking window and you're good. Dog, when we got there, it was so many people in line waiting for just regular, like y'all did, they, they didn't pre-order. I'm like, wait, the online order line was, it was no one there. 
I'm like, so we walk past, it's like three or four different lines of people waiting to place orders. All they do, you place the order and they tell you the time to come. So I was like, whatever, place the order. You get there at fucking noon. I get there at noon, walk over to the line, tell them what I ordered. They give it to me, walk right back to my car, ain't waiting no line, nothing. Like, why are all you dumb fucks waiting in line? Like, because you can't stay there. All you can do is go home. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, so I am definitely pro that. And then, uh, like, we uh, do you guys uh, go to uh, um, what's the uh, the pancake house much? Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, like, not much, but yeah, we've been there multiple times. Yeah, yeah, so you talking I don't about know. the not IHOP, the pancake house uh, on uh, in on, Southfield, on Southfield, on yeah, Southfield, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their online service is immaculate. They're ready when you get there, all that shit. We've been, well, we order for there like every other Saturday or some shit. You can place the order online. They tell you what time to come. And then they text you if the order is ready before you, uh, before the, the time they gave you. Damn. Okay. Uh, that shit's cool. clutch. And t- I've, they've never had an order wrong. They've been clutch and their food is fucking amazing. So, yeah. I'm, I am so, so pro keeping a lot of these a lot of the uh to go options you know as far as the way they do it uh going for every year beyond shit <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely and that's a definite plus of all of this yeah so um like for me real quick i think like so for, for me i feel like this year well i don't feel like i know this year is by far been the worst year of my life like to a degree that like there's aspects of this year that have stuck for me that i haven't even discussed among amongst friends like so like there's so much wrong that went with this year but like the the couple of bright spots i would say were again like we already mentioned not getting COVID. um i like that i haven't uh i've had close friends who have gotten it but i haven't you know lost anyone to it so um that's great um, and then obviously the one and only, I guess, big positive this year was, uh, was moving into a new house. So like, you know, and, hey. and even that, even that was like, it, even that process was so 2020, like there were multiple times where I was like, this shit might not happen. And it'd be, hey. and it'd have been 2020 as fuck. And I was like, man, this shit, I, I was worried for you. I was like, uh, this is sound like a situation where niggas are nigging. And uh, mm-hmm. things may not work. I was just, but it, it and it was just like fuck. I've watched enough house shows, and you see how transactions can happen and not happen and stuff. And I was just like, man, I right. hope they get this shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it. There was a moment where I I was like almost ready to give up. Like I was like, yeah, this is this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Everything's going wrong. This is gonna this is not going to work out. So like that working out, and then now having been out here for. Uh, about a maybe four or five weeks, um, I couldn't be happier with like the situation. Like I, I really don't, I don't see me moving again. Like I, I'll, I'll probably die living here. Like cause I, I don't, unless I, unless I get rich or fortunate enough to where I can move to like a different place. Like if I could move overseas or if I can move somewhere extra, extra, extra fancy. Uh, but as long as I live a normal life, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna stay here because I'm like it's so. I'm, I, I love everything about this area. I love everything about this house. I love everything about this neighborhood. The only thing I don't like is how slow people drive around here. And I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that because everything else is such a big pro. 
and then also all the shit that I don't have to deal deal with from the hood like you know like like you mentioned about hearing gunshots i don't expect to hear no gunshots tonight and if i do i expect whoever did it to get arrested shortly thereafter <laughs> so um yeah man like all that kind of shit like the dangerous aspect of it like uh of living in detroit where it's like you know you might not be in danger all the time but you have to constantly be aware of the possibility so it's like you know i you can't just casually walk out to your car you know you got to look around make sure ain't nobody you know <laughs> waiting to creep up on you you know shit like that right uh right. that peace of mind is great just like every, everything about this move has been great so like that that shit really really helped save this year for me and and even then it didn't it's still gonna be the worst year of my life it's gonna be the worst year of my life with the one positive asterisk on it but um that was great and then uh the one other thing that that stands out to me is i feel like this year and i think i think having to uh quarantine aided in this because so many people are, are home and online and trying to do things to uh entertain themselves or or further their further their careers or whatever i feel like this year was a great year for um meeting new people and building new relationships via like podcasting because yeah. like 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 this year i feel like like a lot of even people that i already knew going into this year I still feel like I built better relationships with those people over the course of this year and that we've had uh, really good collaborations. Uh, like I said, we've met cool people and, you know, you mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, trying to figure out like road trips and shit like that for once things calm down a little bit. And I've been, I've been thinking the same thing. Like as soon as this calms down, I'm gonna I'm gonna start traveling again, just not like extravagantly. Like I don't I don't you know I'm I'm I don't see me doing any international trips this this year, uh, unless things go unless things really do normalize in the fall. But I'm assuming that no no fancy trips in 2021 either. But like once things like normalize a little bit, I plan on doing tr like road trips, and all these road trips are gonna revolve around meeting people that I know online but have never met in real life. So like, I want to go to New York again. I want to kick it with DJ Tim Hines. You know, I want to, you know, maybe I think Adam never lives in like Philly, but like, you know, close enough to New York, maybe he could swing by, kick it with them, go to Miami, kick it with Delvin, you know, like shit like that. Like go to Chicago, like, you know, those places that are, you know, within driving distance and just go and hook up with, not hook up with Hoss, but like, you know, hook up, you know, see, uh, you know, see these folks that, you know, we, built relationships with over over the year plus on podcasting and shit like that like that's something that i really uh look forward to being able to do and i appreciate being able to meet these people and build these relationships and whatnot over the course of the year um so yeah that's that's my other positive and other than that like it's been a fucking massive load of negativity speaking of which um i i, I guess this could possibly transition into a topic but i was thinking about this earlier like We've all talked about, like, we've had conversations about, like, the greatest basketball player of all time, right? And the conversation is always revolves around three people, Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. Mm -hmm. I feel like in 2020, Kobe is now the front runner for the GOAT conversation because I feel like Kobe's death sparked all this shit. Like, Kobe died in February. I feel like things were fine up until February. And then once Kobe died, everything went, everything went wrong after that. Like that was when COVID hit. Like um, 
what else? Uh, there was something else before after Kobe died. Uh, I can't recall, but like after Kobe died is when I feel like everything got fucked up. And if your death causes, <laughs> I can't say causes, but like if I associate your death with the 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 negative the the negativity of 2020 and the horribleness of it, and your death was the start of it, like I feel like you kind of you kind of went on the go conversation. <laughs> like, like, nah, like, I mean, he was a real goat, dog. The world went to shit after he died. The whole world. Man, let me tell you, dog. I was. I remember exactly what I was doing when I found out about Kobe. So I had ordered. This is that was like late March or mid March no, or something. February. Oh, February. No, it's February. Okay, all right, right, right. It was February. You're right. I'm sorry. It's February. So, uh. Beginning of the year, my wife had started doing this thing where she was working from home like uh, three days a week. And so she was in the office two days. And so I had told her, like, I want to get her a setup at home because we didn't have a, she didn't want to be in the office where I actually sit and watch TV and smoke at. She was fine with just moving <laughs> like a mobile desk and stuff. And so I was like, cool, I'll get that for you. So I got her uh, a standing desk where you can move up and sit down. Um, and then get her all of the, the attachments for her laptop and stuff. I'm like, cool, I'll get you a chair as well. I think the chair is the first thing I got with that. And so I got her the chair. The, the chair came a day or so before that, and I was putting together the chair. And so I hadn't been on my phone or anything during that time because, you know, I'm working. So I'm putting together this chair for her. And my my cousin um, calls me, and he's like, hey, what up? And I'm like, hey, and he's just talking real vague and shit. And he's like, have you have you seen the news? And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, spit it out, nigga. What the fuck you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's <laughs> happening? You know what I'm saying? And he's like, they just said uh, Kobe uh, crashed in a, a plane and died or something. And dog, uh, my heart sank. Dog, like it was like my face. Like I felt my face get really red, like heated, and it was like my heart just like sank. And I was like. I had the phone in my hand, one hand and I had the drill in the other hand. I just sat down and I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'll call you back. And so I put the, I put the drill down and I started going through my phone. And I think I had a game on or something playing in the background. I think the Lions or something. I don't know. But then it came across the screen and then I started searching Twitter. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dog? And it just like, man, at his learning, his learning Kobe's death, like absolutely crushed me, dog absolutely yeah, that crushed, was, crushed me to the like i'm sorry when you cut you off i i just it nah, it was ahead. it was like it was like a family member dying dude i was just absolutely like mortified i was it, it was it, it was that was that was probably the one death that's happened that's outside of my family and friends that i felt just as much as like a distant cousin or somebody that i knew and yeah, I was just like, that was easily, I hope it's not real, dog. It's I hope it's me. not real. Yeah, it was easily that for me. And and the wild thing about it is I wasn't even a fan of the nigga like that. Like, because he played for the Lakers, so how could I be? But, like, it was it, – it, I always respected him, but I wasn't a fan in the sense of, like, yeah, Kobe's my guy. But it was, like, it was easily the most impactful celebrity death for me. And I can't I, – I don't even completely understand why – I think it was just it was like so unbelievable because I feel like most of the time when people die, celebrities that is, 
it's either a celebrity that I don't know or someone who I don't particularly care about or like I wasn't a fan of. And then on the rare occasions when it's somebody I do like, it's like, oh, man, that sucks. But it was always somebody who was like, like older or, you know, kind of like they did. They they went fairly naturally. Like it wasn't like 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 I, I think of like like Michael Jackson. OK, Michael Jackson was mad shocking. Right. But also Michael Jackson was in his late 50s. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I was I'm a, a, a thousand percent a bigger fan of Michael Jackson than of Kobe Bryant. But for some reason, I, and I think it was probably because Kobe Bryant is our age, was our age. And then Kobe also uh, is somebody who I've been following since I was a kid. So well, I, not a kid, but maybe like a teenager or whatever. But like, you know, that was like the peak of my my NBA fandom was around the time when when Kobe came into the league. And so, like, the fact that, like, and, and then the, then we're also talking about a guy who is, like, you know, considered by most to be either the best in basketball player of all time or in the top, like, three. So, it's, like, to have somebody – and he just retired. It's, so, it's not like it's, like, top – like, if it was – if Jordan died tomorrow, it wouldn't be the same because Jordan is older. He's been retired for a long time. There's a lot of people who – there's a lot of people who are – adults now that probably never even got to see him play live you know what i'm saying because like he stopped he stopped playing in like 2001 like there's you know 18 year olds right now that probably never even got to see peak jordan so it's like it wouldn't even be the same but like kobe dog like he just retired like i don't know he was such a good dude like well i can't say that completely like he's mostly a good dude but like you know the whole the whole situation with his wife went real ugly or whatever but at the end of the day good dude like I don't know, man. It, it, it was so crazy. And I think it's, I think it was just the way that I learned about it too. Like if I had been on Twitter or something, and I seen it, it'd have been like, Oh man, that's crazy. But like the way I learned about it was, and I told, told this on a podcast already, but we might have people who are listening to this that haven't, you know, listened to us before. Um, I was coming back from Montreal visiting my, uh, for my brother's wedding. And uh, I was on the, on the airplane. And then my, you know, obviously, you know, you're on an airplane, your phone's supposed to be off. So, you know, my phone was off. Actually, it wasn't off. It was on airplane mode. But, um, you know, once the plane landed, just like everybody else on the airplane, I took my phone off airplane mode. And the crazy thing, what made it really weird was that uh, right, uh, the plane landed at like, uh, uh, it, it, it landed fine, but it landed a little bumpy. Like, you know, when the wheels actually touch the ground, is that like kind of like jolt almost. But like if you're sitting in the plane with the shades up, you could see how close you are to the ground, so you expect it. Mm-hmm. But with the shades down, I didn't know we were about to land. So when we landed, it was like kind of like a joke, like, oh, shit, I didn't realize we was about to land. And when that happened, because I was watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on my phone, the Tarantino movie, and right when we landed, the credits were rolling, so like I could hear better. And I heard somebody go, die. And I was like, Oh, somebody probably thought that we almost died because they were like mm-hmm. not paying attention right, like right, I right, was, right, right, right. and they felt the jolt and was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" I thought we almost died. Like that's the way I what I thought the context was. So the movie ended. I took my phone off airplane mode and in come the notifications, and notifications scrolling in, and I, I'm like, I don't outwardly react to stuff often, but like the shock of that was so shocking to me. I was like, "Oh my god." And everybody looked at me and instantly knew what I was talking about. He's like, yeah, man, a helicopter up. Like, and they just started talking about it. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I can't believe it's happening right now. 
And then I went out in the terminal and everybody's like looking at their phones and looking shocked. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is insane. Like what the fuck is happening right now? And it happened. It must've broke during our descent because like it was so fresh. Like the notifications that I got when I took it off airplane mode, they weren't like an hour old. They were like two, three, four minutes old. Like, and I, I messaged my wife like, and she didn't even know about it. So like it had just happened. And yeah, I was like, I had never experienced no shit like that. The closest I experienced was when Prince died and um, it wasn't quite the same, but I was at work and like I went outside and I could see like black folks walking around, like looking at their phones and looking confused and sad and shit like that. But I don't know, man, it, it was just something about the Kobe shit that I can't even really explain why it was so shocking. And then yeah. like every, and then after that, the whole rest of the year with the shit. No, yeah, that was, that was kind of like the catalyst of like things just going sour um and yeah and just went it went shitty but just just briefly go back to just kobe and his that day of his death like you know obviously there was other families and stuff on board you know and you know hearts go out to everybody you know who lost family on that um helicopter um but i also felt bad for rick's fox family like could they have pretty much put him on the plane and he was dead too i'm like who the fuck did that shit like, th- yeah, th- they had to be crazy to see your name. I'm like, yeah, Rick Fox has died as well. Like, that motherfucker wasn't even on the plane. <laughs> like, think I'm dead? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, like better. Was- I mean, obviously, it's a better outcome because he wasn't on the plane. But I just, it just fucked up to see your family name on there. And you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, like, what the- <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah, and then there was like all kinds of. Um- like it was a while before we even figured out who all actually was on that helicopter. Cause I remember there was a moment where people were saying that like his whole family was on that bitch. Yep. I was yep. like, what? Yep. Like, like, so yeah, that shit was all over the place, man. Like that was such yeah. a crazy fucking, that was a crazy fucking day. And yeah. like I said, everything's been the shit since. Yeah. And, I, and, and it was like, you know, the, the only thing that confirmed that was like, you know, people, there was no real, no, arguing about it was like Kobe and his daughter who played basketball since they were going to her game was on the plane, but it was so many other stories and speculations of, you know, like I say that, that had been, you know, the, uh, I could say the catalyst of like shit going, going South for this year. And then, you know, COVID hit in March and, you know, uh, and I, I spoke about it before, I believe, but r- the weekend before things shut down here, I went to, the, the cigar uh, event in Indiana, in Indiana, where that's when I met uh, Brian from the Hearthcast. Oh, yep. For the first time. And um, that's the weekend, that weekend where things just started getting really weird. And we were coming back with, so things just started getting weird where you couldn't, like, people were buying up all the shit at the store. So I told my wife, like, okay, cool. At that time, the, the numbers in Indiana wasn't really bad. Like they didn't even like in the county that we were, they didn't even have COVID cases, and so I was like, "Look, I'll I could I had my cooler there because we had our cooler to bring drinks and stuff for the uh, for the event, and we was like, bet we just I was like, well, we 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 drink all that shit, so I got an empty cooler. I'll grab food from here, and you know, cool. Maybe get the store. It's fucking nuts. People buying eight nine packs of hamburger. Like, what you gonna do with all that hamburger, bro? And all that kind of crazy <laughs> shit." 
But I say that to say that's one of the trips. Hopefully, if things are are better in March, I want to go back down to Indian um, Indiana to, ke- to catch up with Brian from the Hearthcast. He's one of the people we've met um, that I've met um, throughout podcasting, and 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 Brian's a real cool guy. Um, so that was that was that was a plus too meeting Brian from the Hearthcast. That was really dope. He's a cool guy, and he does a uh, he does this what do you want to call it a benefit for uh a uh what do you want what's the fuck you want to call it uh a charity of some sort where he 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 cuts it he grows his hair out into this huge ass like fucking like fro type and then he cuts it and people donate um for that cause and so he, I think he raised like two or three grand last year and he actually had his hair cut at the event that we went to. Um, oh, that's but, right, cool. but right after that, he starts growing his hair again and he doesn't cut his hair. So as soon as that event happened, he, he cuts his hair in March and then he doesn't cut his hair again in March again. Damn. And so he does it for this charity. Um, and every year, cool. yeah. So every year he just keeps growing his hair into the end. And he actually raised a couple of thousand more just at the event we was at for uh, JS, the JSK Cigars. So a bunch of people donated there and they was able to do it. So that was pretty cool. So hopefully if things are better in March, be able to catch him in Indiana, which is only like a four hour drive. So that's one of the things I'm hoping to be able to get to this year if, if things get better um, earlier than late. So. Oh yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely go to that. So, so uh, speaking of just, uh, just deaths and things in uh, of 2020. There were a bunch of uh, like Kobe for me tops the list of of death that really like fucked with me and stuff. But there were tons of them. Um, uh, Tiny Lister Debo he passed this year. Um, uh, not celebrity wise, but uh, Ruth Ginsburg passed, which was really crazy politics wise because. Fuck ass Republicans decided to replace her immediately versus waiting, which was some fuck shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. He and, had the uh, uh, either the first or second biggest death, depending on who who, who you are. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chad. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I don't know how, how, how that didn't cross my mind yet. Um, <laughs> and that was that was nuts. I was I was at McGee's. Uh, they had like outside seating. And was sitting out there, um, and someone I was, said, yeah, "I was there too." Oh yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. Yeah, because I messaged you. I messaged you and Tony like in yeah, the car. Yeah, sure like, did. Yo, did y'all yeah. see this shit? <laughs> uh, I mean, shit, man. From that, Alex Trebek passes year. Fucking nuts. It just don't even seem like he's even gone, man. Um, Sean Connery passes year. Um, Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it's been a a a wild a wild fucking year, and and I think the most interesting one because it's the news just happened today was MF Doom, uh, uh, one of the guys who's been really uh, talked about in hip hop for years. Was but what's weird about it is he uh, from what his white I guess his wife posted on Instagram is that he actually passed on Halloween. And they yeah. just announced it. And I was just like, I don't know what the, I mean, it's, it's it's like, you know, if anybody unfamiliar with MF Doom, you know, he he wore like this 
sort of mask and few people who actually knew what he looked like and stuff like that. So just real low key and conspicuous guy. So it seemed like very on point for the way he lived to for some right. shit like this to 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 happen. Um I was fuck. I was scrolling this list of, of celebrity deaths and I passed somebody who I can't what a, oh Sean I said Sean Connery already. Um Yeah, he did. Yeah, a lot of these people are people I don't really uh, know that well. Uh, but the the list that you sent me when I clicked it originally, it was organized by date. So like the most recent deaths were at the top, and it worked its way back to mm-hmm. January. But then it automatically refreshed for some reason, and then it it seemed to be in a different order. But yeah, there's a lot of. I know Eddie Van Halen really passed this year. Uh, yeah, that, that was recent, right? That was yeah, like that, in the last month, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you know, niggas die every day, B. But it's just it's the names are just the, the, the heavy hitters of people. Like like Chadwick, man, was just nuts to me. And then just the – I guess just the influence of him and all of the movies he had made in the last, like, two, three years – of uh, you know apparently having cancer and no one knowing that he had cancer um which was really crazy uh i seen so did you watch the wire right <laughs> yeah okay i obviously remember i um can recall but and i feel like i've asked you this a few times but anyway uh you are you familiar with Le- lester freeman yeah so did lester he die freeman, this year no he didn't die oh <laughs> Uh, Lester Freeman, his character, his his real name, I can't think of his name, but he was in the most recent movie, the Spike Lee movie, where there was like like the six veterans or something from the army. Oh, uh, the Five Blood. Five, yeah, the Five Blood. So he had right after Chad 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 Bowman passed, he had did an interview and it was talking about how he had never met Chad with prior to that. I didn't know much about him, and so his he was his interview was talking he was in his wife had asked him about you know what did what did she what did what did he think of chadwick you know obviously chad was like a he's he he was the one of the biggest stars of you know of of, of just black folks period or just people in general and he was like well and i'm paraphrasing because i don't remember exact the exact words but he was like well he's he, he's kind of like a prima donna you know he kind of he kind of walks around state uh, you know the the set, like you know, he he's pampered and all this stuff, and you know what? he's on he's on the side getting massages and all this shit. But what, what? he but what he but but he ended up learning that he was getting all this shit done because he was just it was him getting through the the cancer, right? And so he felt shitty as fuck because after learning that he just because like I say, at least from what the media says, no one knew he had cancer. So all the, right. uh, except his like inner staff and stuff like that. So he's like, you know, on, on, on set where, you know, they're not filming, he's getting massages, he's getting stuff, you know, done with him and stuff. And he's thinking it's just like some prima donna shit that, you know, Damn. Chadwick feels that he's like this uppity ass uh, actor that, you know, gets massages during cuts and all this Damn. other shit, but it was all just to keep him, you know, going through the cancer. And so when wow, he found out crazy. that he felt so fucked up because he had this 
this disposition on him. Like he's just this, you know, he thinks he's just this superstar ass actor and he's just this prima donna and all this shit. But it was all just to get through the cancer and shit. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Like, I feel I feel bad for him now because like, can you imagine to, to be on a set with this guy and you are on the wire? He's done a whole lot of other stuff. I've seen him in a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Like, but uh, at the end of the day, you are on a TV show that is considered by most to be one of, if not the best television show ever created in mm-hmm. history. And then you got to watch the nigga from Black Panther, and you're like, look at this nigga from Black Panther. He do a goddamn superhero movie. Now he out here getting massages and shit in between takes. He was so bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> he's probably thinking all that shit. And to find out that he died, that it was because of the cancer, he died. He ain't tell nobody. Like, man, you got to feel horrible. Horrible. Because yeah. I'm like, hearing you say that, I was like, nobody has said that about him. Like, everybody has said he's like the best guy. Like, what? Man, that's crazy, dog. Yeah. I feel bad for him that he even and, and, had and to you deal just, with that. And you could just you could hear it in his voice, um, you know, because it was a, a video interview, and you could just hear in his voice how shitty he felt. Like I mm. felt bad for him, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, he just thought that he was just this other person, but it was the whole time he's just you know trying to get through, you know having fucking late stage cancer and he just wants to get these movies out is he wants to work and whatever the case and i'm just like man that is so fucked up you know oh, so yeah i can't imagine <sighs> yeah man so i was just like wow that's just nuts man but yeah that was uh yeah chadwick really fucked me up man between kobe and chadwick man those were the craziest you know uh uh adeptus year for me to kind of just really fuck me and then like i say <laughs> and I'm not even laughing about it. It's just, it's just wild. The whole MF Doom thing. Like, who, who keeps a, a like, was this in his will to keep a death secret for two months, and then just like, on the last day of the year, New Year's Eve. <laughs> and I, I, I'm more, I'm more surprised that it kept secret than yeah, anything how do you else. Do that in this day and age, like how? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't a person that was like really out there in life. You know, I mean, I don't think he was like on social media like that and person like that. Like I've heard rumors of him sending a stunt double to go do a concert or something because he has the mask. (laughs) I guess it's easy to do or some shit like that. I don't know. We have that. If that's true, that's brilliant. Yeah, it actually is. I have to. We have to have Mr. Monotone on to uh, talk about that. And we even had a motherfucker on to talk about his Tupac stories. Uh, Cause yeah. I'd be damn, and I, I and, and 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 I love Baylor like a third, fourth cousin. But uh, I'd be damn if he go on Baylor's show <laughs> and he talk about cousin. this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, we gonna have to like, have. Man, uh, listen, dog. <laughs> he is not gonna. He is. Not, I'll tell you right now. He is not gonna go on Baylor's show and talk about this Tupac shit. He is not. I will not allow that shit, dog. <laughs> if you listen to this monotone right now, nigga, I will smack you up if you go on Baylor's show. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the damn Tupac stories, dog. Like, we want to we, we have a we want to have a, a segment called Tupac stories, and it's just gonna be Mr. Monotone talking about this shit. Because uh, so yeah, I didn't even no. know he interviewed. I've known this nigga for a long time now. At this point, I did not know he met Tupac and had Tupac stories. Like, how do you have that in your back pocket and just break it out like late as fuck? Like, oh, yeah. Here, by the way, Tupac gave me five dollars for breaking an album. Like, what, motherfucker? Like, are you serious? Dog, you would never hear me stop talking about that. <laughs> like, like, you could meet me for the first time. Like, what's your name? I'm Mike. I met Tupac. He gave me $5. Right. <laughs> that would be the first thing I would say, dog. 
You kidding me, dog? <laughs> yeah, dog. We 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 will have to get that going for this year. But we, I think, yeah, we we not. I think that's just gonna happen. So, um, and uh, dude, have you have you seen a collective list of all of this different merch that uh the Baylor is doing? No, I haven't seen a list. No, I think he gets. I think, I think he makes things on his own that he likes or that he thinks others might like, and then I think people give him requests. So like, I don't well, think. It's I, like, I, I, I feel some kind of. I feel some kind of wrong, but I don't think he has a list. I feel some kind of way because of the relationship we've built in the last few years of the podcast that we haven't at least got a list to say, "Hey, what y'all niggas want from what up though?" And I'm going to feel that way until he hits us up, and so I hope he listens to this. Cause uh, that's fair, and we need to not ask him. We need to just like let him listen to this. Hopefully, because we don't know if this nigga listen no more. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. we need to let him. We need to let him listen to it, and then you know, get his life together. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I'm not asking for shit free. I understand how things work. Hell but, no. Uh, yeah. Sit, sit, you need to send us a list of some shit and some prices and addresses, and we send you addresses and you send us shit. We send you money and you send us product, motherfucker. So <laughs> that's that's how that's gonna work. Like that, that why are these other podcast motherfuckers get merch before we do? Like this is some bullshit, dog. That's fair. And I feel like Baylor Baylor been fucking with us for a real long time, dog. Like he before he had a podcast. He didn't have a podcast. Yep, he's one of the OG fans. And this dog. motherfucker got all these random randos with his merch and shit on, like what up though? I ain't got no fucking merch. I ain't seen Delvin with no fucking merch. Like, mm-hmm. even punk ass Chaffy, he ain't got no fucking merch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Man, listen, Baylor's a fucking diva right now, dog. Like, we he's <laughs> being real diva like right now. We, and, uh, man is, I'm not liking this shit humble. at all, dog. And like I say, just just tell me what your PayPal is, and I'll send you my address. And send me a three X, dog. Let's not let's not get to. I don't want to get into blows with you, dog. Uh, but uh, I'm 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 as a as a part of the What Up Though podcast. I'm feeling real left out right now. You know what I'm saying? You know. So I, I think it's because he's from LA. He think that he can't get fucked up, and hey. <laughs> and like you could you could try that shit with these like Chicago niggas and these uh, Texas niggas, Florida. They, like you could try that shit. You can't try that shit with Detroit niggas, dog. Like, we ain't here for that shit, dog. Baylor needs to come correct, dog. You know, like I say, I, I applaud your, your endeavors, but uh, we need in on that, dog. And um, yeah, you, you need to listen to this shit and um, get us right. All I need to see is a DM that says, I got your size. My bad. It needs to start with my bad. And then I got your size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got your size. <laughs> Here's my PayPal. Here's my 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 chase, whatever the fuck payments you take, and let's get this shit going. But uh, this shit is, I'm done with the disrespect, dog. <laughs> dog, that nigga sold a shirt for a hundred bucks, bro. Dog, like man, like right? He think he out here like West Side Gun I, I, and shit, dog. Like you know what I'm saying? Like what yo, the fuck, man? This nigga selling uh fucking Kanye <laughs> Kanye gear, dog. Right. I'm like shit, dog. What's the fuck? Like, I mean, I, I'm in a market for like you know, 25 and up and shit, you know. But shit, let that nigga know. I mean, we might get a stimmy soon, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Up, shit. <laughs> so yeah. why did, why did they call that shit the stimmy, dog? <laughs> I don't know. So I, 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 I hated it, but then I started using it all the fucking time. So black people. That is another. I'll take it. I'll take it back. That was another positive of this year. Black people fucking crushed it again in the again. face of 
in the face of a massive amount of adversity. Yes. And man, just create like all the kind of shit that's happened to us between like the police killing us, the heroes that we've uh, had the scene die, like COVID, all that shit. Through all the shit of 2020, black people fucking crushed it this year with like comic, like just being funny and shit on Twitter and like taking, making the best out of like all kinds of like fucked up stuff. Man, so man, shout out to us, dog, because man, we really fucking held it down this year, man. And yeah. watching white folks like copy shit <laughs> or wonder what the fuck, like all the, all the memes that have been going around about Twisted T over the course of the last week, like, uh, actually, a good example, Adam Nutter. We have a DM, uh, we have a DM group on Twitter, uh, for the garbage opinion shit. And Adam was like, "What the fuck is this twisted T-shirt you talking about?" <laughs> and I'm like, and it just made me realize I was like, "Why is this not really be up on shit like <laughs> the shit that we be talking about?" Like he man. he has an avenue to Black Twitter, but I don't know how much he follows and shit, you know. So yeah, he has a, he has a, he has like a he has like a a, a half bathroom in in the Black. Like Twitter household. This <laughs> week, you got a half bath, dog. Like, but it, that should be enough for you to at least know. But yeah, man, we held it down, dog. Like that, that, that stimmy shit is so funny to me. I don't, I don't know why. And then like when coronavirus hit, what did we we called it? We there was something we called it before we called it the Rona. Uh, there was something else. What was it? The Rona. It wasn't the. What was there the, was what two was names. There was Rona, and there was something else. And one of them. I think one of them was popping at first, and then Rona kind of took over. But like we gave we gave coronavirus a name. Like <laughs> I don't know why Stimmy just <laughs> Stimmy just funny to me, dog. Hey, let me get that Stimmy, dog. That like, Stimmy, dog. That Stimmy hit my account this morning. <laughs> yeah, ain't shit. And I, speaking I of talk- which, I haven't got my Stimmy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I haven't got it either. And I'm trying to. I don't know if they're so. Just real quick, not not to get into too much, but. We qualified for the STEMI because we hadn't followed, 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 followed <laughs> our previous taxes yet. But because the next year we actually were over the limit to get the uh, the full amount. So I don't know if they're going off of the year we just filed. And if so, I think we would still get some, but not all or some crazy shit. Um, but yeah, I, don't, I don't know either. I yeah, think I, I checked I, my I account assume, and we didn't get shit. I would assume it would go the same as the earlier stimulus without checking into it at all. Because just because people file their taxes at all different kinds of times, granted, everybody should have filed their taxes by now. But like, I feel like the first stimulus was still around the time of filing taxes. And like some people had and some people hadn't. So like, I kind of feel like everybody who I feel like it makes sense for the government to just be like, send the 600 to the exact same people that it was sent the the 1200 was sent to earlier mm. but if they do take it off of um uh the current tax filing so like if you file your taxes for 2020 for 2019 or whatever um i think that i mean i know that they still they still give they still give you money it's just, it'll just be like a, a lesser amount so i don't i don't know what that's going to look like i don't even know offhand um, if I qualify for the full amount or not, like I, I know when we did the first stimulus, I qualified for the full amount, but barely, like barely. So like if they do it off the new taxes, I probably won't qualify for the full amount no more. But I mean, I, I don't care because like at the end of the day, like a lot of people are getting, uh, you know, something around six hundred dollars or maybe twelve hundred, depending if you marry. But I'm like, 
for me, I would get 2,400 because I'm getting, because they give 600 per dependent kid. And oh, yeah, um, yeah. my son's mom claims him. So um, I wouldn't get the 600 for him. So I'd only get the 600 for my two daughters. So like I'm looking at 2,400 and I don't, like if I get 1,800, I'm not going to be sitting here bitching. Like, so, what the fuck? Like, right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah, so. I'll take it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's going to cover my daycare expenses for one month. It, it, it's not going to change my life. Now, if they did the shit where that, you know, the, the Democrats want to do that Bernie's pushing for the 2,000, if that ends up the same to where I would get 8,000, now that's, now that's some... That's some stimulation right there. Yeah, man. that's that's <laughs> definitely stimulating, right? That's a, that's some stimmy right there, dog. <laughs> but I, I I don't I don't expect the two thousand to happen, and I think even if it did, I feel like they probably still keep it at six hundred for dependent kids. Like I don't think the dependent kids would go up to two thousand. But then also at the same time, when I saw that they amended the bill for it, the bill the amendment just said every instance of six hundred replace it with two thousand. So if that's the case, then I would get eight. But I, I don't I don't I don't I don't expect that to happen. So shout out to Mitch McConnell who uh, oh, doesn't yes. want anybody to get anything. Mitch McConnell is one of the worst people on earth, dog. Like for real. Like I, I didn't. I think it, it took this year for me to actually understand how it, it shitty did. of it a did. person he 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 is. And everybody knows now. Everybody I, knows I've seen, now. I've seen memes now, like memes that are like. Uh, I saw one meme that was like it was the dude from. It was a dude from The Flash, the TV version. Mm -hmm. And it was a scene of him like um, over a grave, which I'm assuming is from the show because I stopped watching the show after I think season three or four. But so I'm I'm guessing whatever grave that he's posed with in the show is for, you know, a character that I don't don't know about yet. But it's it's clearly like a, a behind the scenes photo from a funeral scene where he's like he's like hovering over the grave and doing like a smile kind of like a oh yeah, yeah i saw that yeah, like yeah. you know that kind of shit and it says something like uh it says something like everybody and then it had like mitch mcconnell is like the person who was in the grave and i'm like okay so we got a now we got a full-on meme where everybody regardless of of uh political affiliation is like joking about the idea of being rid of mitch mcconnell so like yeah 2020 definitely put it put him on the radar of everybody to where like I think a lot of people know now that he's a piece of shit, and I'm I'm perfectly happy and fine with that. I think when you get been, to when you get to meme extra. when you get to meme status, uh, yeah, that's definitely you, you uh, that's when people start knowing who the fuck you are, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, fuck that ass clown. Yeah, he he yeah, it's gonna be a true celebration when his punk ass kicked the bucket. Um, Man, like dog, like he like dog, he, that nigga is literally evil, dog. Like for real. Like this is an evil motherfucker, dog. So like, hopefully, hopefully, um, these Georgia runoff elections that are happening next week will ultimately, hopefully, though, hopefully those those two Georgia Senate runoff elections go our way, and we'll be good, and that'll be the end of this nigga, because um, that will give if if those two races go for the Democrats. I think that makes the Senate, I think that makes the Senate tie, like evenly split. But then the vice president is the deciding vote, which is Kamala Harris. So if those two win, 
now the Democrats are in charge of the presidency, the Senate, and Congress. And that means that Mitch McConnell will no longer be the Senate majority leader, which would be, which I said at the election, would be the second best thing to come out of the election, would be to get rid of Trump and to also have Mitch McConnell either be out of the Senate altogether or to no longer be the majority leader. And that's that's the stakes. That's literally that's that's literally the stakes. Because no. losing the Senate losing the Senate is a bigger problem if he stays the majority leader. Yo, what so was your yo about? Um and I'm I assume you know this because this is your homeboy, but he just tweeted it. So I would assume that it's public. Well, it's in the public, so I don't feel bad about talking about it. And his page is not locked. But your boy Larry said okay. his brother was the first person in the country to confirm to have COVID. Does it say county or country? County, excuse me. I'm sorry. County. Yeah. His wow, yeah, that yeah, is no, even still, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. His Damn. brother, his brother, his brother was the first person in that county. Is um he lives in uh fuck. Uh what a small city start with an A. Oh fuck. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the name right now. But yeah, he lives in a small county and it's like uh not, not a small county, a small city. Um and I, I can't remember which county, but yeah, he was yeah he was the first person in the county to have COVID. That is crazy. This was like a long, this was a long ass time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I just seen this tweet come across my timeline, and I'm just like, oh wow. And I'm glad you actually said county because I was like, country, really? Wow. Um, yeah, as soon as you said country, I'm like, well, I know that's not true. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, he was the first yeah, county. That that was the rum talking. Uh, okay, man, <laughs> man, wow. Oh shit, man. That's so yeah, 2020 has been a lot. And uh we got Trump Poez out and hopefully Mitch McConnell soon and uh hopefully on a better path to uh a, a safer outside life. So shit. You got you got anything else, man? Uh nope, I think I'm good, man. We got three hours left in this whole ass year. Yo, honestly. I would not be surprised if something else fucked up happens within the next three hours. Bruh, this is going to be a, a wild <laughs> right? three hours just looking at the timeline seeing be. what the fuck happened. It could be, dog. I'm going to try to find 40-year-old version. I don't, I'm not going to watch the whole thing because, like, if I started it now, if I find it and start it now, I know it's long. It's a long movie. I think it's just over two hours, which is long as fuck for a comedy. And I'm not trying to sit out here and watch it until after 11 o'clock because I, I kind of want to watch the... Uh, you know the ball drop ceremonies and shit like that. Um, well, that'll be interesting this yeah, year because there's no people out, so I'm kind of curious. Exactly. So uh, like yeah, too. I'm curious what that's gonna look like. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna fire up this uh, fire up this 40 year old virgin if I can find it, and um, light up with one more cigar and yeah, call it a not call it a night because I plan on being up late as fuck, but uh, call it a <laughs> call it a uh, brief night. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, probably. I'm gonna end at about ten thirty. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat dinner, and then I'm gonna. Oh fire shit! Up, I need to eat. Yeah, I need to do that too. I'm gonna fire up another cigar, and then around eleven ish, I'm gonna probably chill with the wife and watch New Year stuff on the TV. And yeah, yeah. but uh, as uh, you know, thanks you guys for always uh tuning in, all seven of y'all. I think we've grown a little bit. Um, <laughs> promise to have uh cool shit for the uh for the new for the new year so looking forward to a couple of guests that we got kind of got planned and so forth so appreciate y'all again and um yeah see y'all yeah. next year yep peace, peace. 
you can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W U D U P D O E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Do Podcast. Peace.